to episode one of To Be or Not To Be. I'm your co-host Bianca. And this is Stephanie. Welcome to our first episode. Um, It's actually not our first episode. It's our second episode because of our first episode we filmed about our Amazon purchase history and because of what's happening uh, with Black Lives Matter and the role that institutions, big corporations have to deal with it, especially Amazon. We decided that we can't support um, Amazon. Yeah, we're like trying to stop purchasing from Amazon because we're really reliant on it. And um, as just like their policies, the way they treat their employees in general, we should probably stop supporting them. And just like putting that podcast out there, even if we don't buy from them anymore, is just, you know, kind of disrupting all like the activism that's going on now. Like just putting out your purchase history, I feel like, and talking about it in a podcast didn't feel right to me. So we're just making a second episode. Or like, we're making this our first episode, and that was like a good test run. Mm-hmm. We filmed it really late at night. We're filming a little bit earlier this time, and I think it'll go better. What are we doing today? So we're taking the Myers-Briggs personality test, and... <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? You... you gave me like a look. <laughs> <laughs> So we're doing the Myers-Briggs personality test, and the reason why we're doing it is, um, again, as sisters, we have very different personalities, and it would just be fun to um, see how, like, what our results are and how that plays together. Yeah, and I think instead of, like, horoscopes and zodiacs, I feel like the Myers-Briggs is pretty accurate in describing people, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I believe the Myers-Briggs much more than I believe that I'm like a cancer and you're an Aquarius. <laughs> yeah, I honestly don't understand. Like when people ask what personality type I am or like you ask my horoscopes kind, I all, all I can say is I'm an Aquarius. But um, sometimes the people who really study it, they'll be like, oh, I see. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm this. And we can, we're so compatible. And like, oh my gosh, I can't believe we're friends because we're not supposed to be. I'm like, well, first of all, I don't give a fuck. And second, <laughs> I don't really understand the whole compatibility and what each sign means. So I really don't care. Yeah. So we're going to, I guess we're just going to go through taking it and like kind of talk about each question too, like what we, like our perspective. So it's like basically the Mars-Briggs test is just, there's 16 personality types you can be and you just answer a bunch of questions and they range from, there's three dots for agree. So Obviously, like, the biggest dot is, like, you really relate to this question or the statement. And then there's a disagree and there's a neutral. So we can just talk about our types and read ours at the end. And they, But the fun part, I think, is, like, they tell you famous people who have the similar personality type, which I think will be interesting for us. Yeah, and they also give you perspective on how your love life is going to be, your friendship, and what your ideal career yeah, is. I think that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. So we're going to start. Um, we're going to pull it up. So... You enjoy vibrant social events with lots of people. I would say I am the okay. second to last of disagree. I <laughs> I already know I'm an introvert and I don't really like interacting with a lot of people. Um, it has to be a small group of people, like five or six, and I'm good. I would say I'm like <laughs> the opposite exactly. So I'm the second biggest for agree. I like being with people and I don't mind being around a lot of people. I like having a fun time. Second question. You often spend time exploring unrealistic yet intriguing ideas. 
I would say I am closer to agree. You are. I feel like this fits you really well because you go should through, I do? Should I put like what is it? Well, heavily it's, agree. Or? Well, it's your personal. Like, do you really agree with it? Like from the outside, I would say like you're pretty. I I wouldn't say what on the scale what you are, but I definitely see you agreeing with this because mm-hmm. you go through like a lot of phases. You like immerse yourself in your phases too to like the point it's like unrealistic. Yeah, like, sometimes I have, like, these big ideas that come up. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the dream where I want to achieve this now. Like, mm-hmm. last night, I was thinking of launching a company so I can make money. <laughs> and I kept, like, looking up, like, private labeling companies in New York. Like, I really went to, down to the very last detail of what, how I can start this brand. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't have a specific, like, a very big passion for it Mm -hmm. i just needed money like this was gonna be my side hustle while i go to school yeah i think i i'm like the tiny agree because i think i daydream a lot and i explore those possibilities but like i'm not to like your extent where it's like you really immerse yourself you're like ready to do it yeah i'm honestly like watching youtube videos at 2 3 a.m is not a good idea (laughs) Yeah, because I was watching um, this twenty-three-year-old YouTuber who has bought herself like a one-point-five million-dollar house, and I want to be a homeowner one day. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm twenty-three now. Mm-hmm. Like, I have no money to my name, and will be in the negatives <laughs> severe two years. So I need to find a way to be able to come out of grad school with a good, decent amount of money to launch my career and you know start. What? looking for homes to buy you know what's really ridiculous like on tiktok today i saw this girl sign the papers to buy a car after Mm -hmm. three weeks on OnlyFans. (sighs) (laughs) like we can talk about this another time but like just like sugar daddies and like OnlyFans. like i've seriously considered them because of tiktok like these girls like like literally tell you how to do it and preserve your like privacy so it's like really tempting because you kind of have like a mentor but at the same time I try to, like, you know, I don't, I want to get my money, like, my hard-earned money. Bro, know? I asked my boyfriend if it was okay if I signed up for OnlyFans, and he was not okay with it. But, like, it's my money, and it's my hustle. Like, I respect people who can do it. So, I will do it. I'm, I watch so many TikToks where, like, their guys are, like, crying when they're doing, filming their, <laughs> their girlfriend's OnlyFans videos. <laughs> but they realize that she's going to get her, get him a PS5, and just like, oh yeah, shake God. that <laughs> She's doing it for us, you know, is that mentality. Okay. So, so our next statement, your travel plans are more likely to look like a rough list of ideas than a detailed itinerary. And I think this can is a really good statement for us to explore because we literally just went to Taiwan in the winter and you did middle disagree. So basically, at least for when our, we were planning Taiwan, I really, really wanted to go to Taiwan. I actually got really upset about this and I ran to all my friends. But basically, the year before, we went to Scotland slash Ireland. And we were, obviously, we're super fortunate to, like, go travel every year. But I really want to go to Taiwan because my sister went when she was studying abroad in Japan. And she, like, raved about it. It was amazing. It's cheap. But there's lots of food. And when we were planning to go to Scotland slash Ireland, I was, like, considering, oh, I want to go to Taiwan. But it was, like, super expensive at the time. And we planned, like, pretty late for our travels that year. So I was, like... She said to me, oh, next year we'll definitely go. And then rolls around when <laughs> we were planning our annual winter vacation together. And she literally was like, 
I don't want to deal with coming back and being jet lagged. Like I also want to save my vacation days because I only get like two weeks and I don't want to do all the two weeks. I got pissed because she's like, oh, there's two, like basically a day of gone of flying back and forth. So like two days gone. And I was mad. I was like, you promised me this. Also, you get vacation days to go on fucking vacation. Like obviously you're going to be jet lagged, but I wanted this. So I got mad and I even told my parents I was upset and then they eventually like forced her and I don't regret complaining <laughs> because it was okay. right. Like she got she got butt hurt after her rejection, but this bitch didn't know like what I had to go through to ask for vacation days off, especially during that time. Like I literally asked and when I was reminding them, hey, I'm going to go to vacation like these uh, the next two weeks and they totally like bitched about it and I felt so bad like it was like my fault for taking vacation and I actually cried at work on the phone explaining to my team member like hey like sorry like my sister really wanted to go she like cried over it like I can't do anything about it I am going to Taiwan okay but I think that's like that says more about the people you work with than you because vacation days are supposed to be like respected like you need I know to but take like a I hate disappointing my team and this is a team that I've been working on since day one you're not I- disappointing them though because these are family plans like you can't I feel like that's so rude to just like blatantly disrespect your like vacation days when you have them when when you sign your contract to go to work mm-hmm. and like the fact that they get upset about it like you're gonna they're gonna take a vacation too so they shouldn't be upset yeah i just i realized that like at the end after talking to my supervisor and my managers about like what happened so they're like no you're not in the wrong and like he has like no right to do that i'm like like even as i talked to like the other lawyers working there i realized that yeah it's not my fault first of all lawyers are paid like four times five times more than i'm being paid yeah, five times, at least five times more than I'm being paid. And second, like, they have unlimited vacation days that they can take. Yeah. So for me to have, like, a certain amount of number and being paid, like, poorly compared to them, then I'm going to fucking go on that vacation to Taiwan. Yeah, so even besides that tirade, she's like, because you went through the trouble to make us go to Taiwan, I had to plan everything. And I think that I definitely am, like, a rough list of ideas. And mm. you're super, super structured. Like, you need to know what you're doing every single day, how you're getting there, what you're going to do. And I'm more of, like, a wing it person. Yeah, like, um, even last year when we went to Japan or when my sister came to visit me, we were going to do two to three different places in Japan. So I had to, like, plan out, like, oh, how, where do we, how do we get here? Like, how many transfers? What time are the buses leaving? What time do we have to be back? It was a very structured itinerary down to the very last minute Mm -hmm. of each day. But the thing is, like, I know that we are very, like, not, like, impulsive, but, like, people who check in on each other, like, our feelings, like, oh, do we really want to go to this place and we think about it? And usually our plans change even if I make that specific schedule. Right. So that's why, like, my rough list idea is what I would personally do, but then because she forces me to and she needs it, I still make it. And I know we're going to stray from it anyways. Yeah, I just have very bad travel anxiety. I just have bad general anxiety. Yeah. So I just need to know what I'm doing Mm -hmm. and be, like, run those scenarios through my head so I'm comfortable with going outside. Mm -hmm. Um, You often think about what you should have said in a conversation long after it has taken place. And I would say I agree with it. Yeah, I'm most definitely the same. So we both put second biggest circle for agree. I'm always like, especially in arguments, you know that feeling like, oh my gosh, I had such a good comeback or like I had that, like I could have just said this and like blown the other person away. Mm -hmm. That's 
I have that so often, especially in arguments. I think about my conversations I had in the past off, like, in the shower mm-hmm. or in bed at, like, 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. Like, I run through it all over again. It's like, man, if I said this, like, I would have whooped his ass in that <laughs> conversation. And then, like, I'm, like, repeating what I've said. And, like, my my shampoo bottles are, like, <laughs> they're, like, encouraging me. And, like, it's like, oh, shit, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. And some of the conversations that I remember are not even, like, within the recent week it could be like conversation like two years before Mm -hmm. and i still have regrets i'm like oh i should have said this you know yeah and like awkward conversations or like meeting new people for the first time those situations i think of so hard on because i'm just like oh i could have said that and our mood would have been so much better like and then i think about what that other person must have thought about me in that time and i'm like maybe if i said this they would think i'm like dope but it was just awkward in the end yeah i mean it could also backfire if you think about yeah. your introductions beforehand like and you go up to that person you just like totally fuck it up yeah know? i agree like you sound like yoda instead of like what you <laughs> actually rehearse okay next if your friend is sad about something your first instinct is to support them emotionally not try to solve their problem i am a hard disagree i'm a problem solver i am probably put second to last dis- disagree I would say I'm more of the agree. Like, mm-hmm. if my friend is distressed, mm-hmm. like, of course I'm here to, like, understand them and, give, and, like, support them emotionally. And after we go through those emotions, I would try to solve their problem. If they, if, if it's a problem that is tangible to solve. Mm-hmm. I'm usually like, oh, it's okay. Let's, let's do this. Like, let's get to the root of the problem. Because I feel like the root of the problem is, like, what's making you upset, you right. know? But sometimes, like... If I take that approach, I feel bad because, like, what if I can't solve it? And it's not my place to solve their issues, too, yeah. if I can't. Mm-hmm. I agree And, with that. like, it's best for them to, like, handle it themselves. Mm-hmm. But all I can do is, like, no matter what action you decide to take to resolve this issue, I will support it. Mm-hmm. Okay, next question. People can rarely upset you. And I fucking disagree on this one. I was like, just going to say. spectrum. Like, I don't know. Just, like, anything that anyone says, I... It's bad because I'm very, I'm a person whose emotion is very hard to, like, hide. Mm-hmm. And you could just, like, tell by my expression. Like, if someone is, like, having a casual conversation and I overhear it, oh, just, like, when I bite my tongue, I'm just, like, girl, like, hold, hold yourself back mm-hmm. or else you're going to snap at this bitch. Mm-hmm. And anything could, like, offset me. Like, you know, during church, if, like, <laughs> the pastor says something a little bit, I don't really disagree with. I'm like, oh, like, what do I do? Do I leave the church? Like, do I have a conversation with the pastor? Like, it's... I think that's... I was gonna say that we both can relate so hard to this. I'm also, like, hard disagree because for me, it's not that. It's For me, it's because I'm moody. I'm very moody mm-hmm. and I'm really sensitive. So it's not like people upset me with what they say like you like everything something said like someone says even if it triggers you a little you get upset about it for me it's like if i'm in like down there in like the bad mood the fact that like if someone just like i don't know the fact that someone just like brushes against me while i'm walking the sidewalk that like set me off but that like depends on my mood but because i'm like an overthinker i definitely like get affected more than other people when like things happen when situations happen Okay, next. Our next page. You often rely on other people to be the ones to start a conversation and keep it going. I would say um, a tiny 
it's like near neutral, but I would say I agree with that statement. Um, opposite. I disagree. I think. Hmm. I think I'm gonna be like middle disagree because I'm someone. I think I if I feel like a conversation is dying. Like, people love to talk about themselves, so I'm the type of person who just asks questions, like, keeps going. And, like, even if I- I'm definitely one of those people who, even if I don't enjoy a conversation, I'll keep it going. But I feel like for you, you'd be like, if it's not benefiting me or, like, like I'm not enjoying it in any type of way, you would end it. Um, yeah, I agree with that statement. I think, for me, I'm an introvert, so approaching people, starting that conversation is hard. Mm -hmm. But in my experiences, when people came up to me and started talking to me, Mm -hmm. I was so quickly turned off, Mm -hmm. bored, and just not interested. Mm -hmm. And I felt like the conversations were really bad. Mm -hmm. But when I approached a person and start that conversation and, like, back... Like, I started, but I back off so I can hear and learn more about mm-hmm. them. That's when the conversation is really good. And talking to my boyfriend, he's like, it's weird that you say you're an introvert because you, when people talk to you, you're, like, really engaging and you can carry that conversation. But I feel like I don't have a problem with that. The problem is starting one, like, mm-hmm. having the courage to go up to them and talk to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't really mind that. I feel like if there's someone I want to talk to, I'm just like, Hi. And I think it's easy. Like, I think it gets better for me as I talk to more people. Because before, I, like, when I was little, oh my gosh, I was so shy. I feel like it was kind of opposite for you. Like, I feel like you were more extroverted when you were little. I don't, I think it's because mom and dad forced me to. They're like, you better, like, go up and talk to them now. Because they always brought their friends and like, oh, this is my daughter. Like, say something, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it's more of a bring shame to them rather than if I'm comfortable with this like it was me coming out naturally mm-hmm. and speaking to them I would say I was an extrovert when I was little because yeah. I was forced to do that but then as I grew up I feel like that wasn't me mm-hmm. and I felt being I was such a fake bitch mm-hmm. so like my true self is not wanting to really talk to people like being mm-hmm. reserved yeah if you have to temporarily put your plans on hold you make sure it is your top priority to get back on track as soon as possible this is easy for me. I'm like big agree. I would say I'm agree too. Okay. Next question. You rarely worry if you made a good impression on someone you met. Big disagree. Like I said before, <laughs> I have very big self-esteem issues and I'm always thinking people are judging me and it's not a good impression. So I have to make sure the moment I talk or speak that they're like, oh, maybe she isn't what I assumed they assumed mm-hmm. <laughs> of me. You know? Yeah. I think I'm less of that. I do worry after, but I feel like if I'm going to see them again, I'm not as worried. So I'm just going to be, like, a circle below you. It would be a challenge for you to spend the whole weekend all by yourself without feeling bored. I would put disagree. Okay, I put a circle below that because I do get those... I feel like we're both pretty good at, like, just being by ourselves and finding entertainment ourselves. I mean, during quarantine, we've, really, we've literally done nothing for weeks sometimes. So, yeah. I mean, just a weekend won't bother me. And in college, I was kind of in my room the whole entire time, the weekend, so. Okay. You are more of a detail-oriented than a big-picture person. I don't like putting neutral, but I feel like it's neutral for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I have big ideas, mm-hmm. but and I don't know how to get to them. But I'm willing to search up, like, the process or the little details I need to accomplish first. And then, again, with the travel example, mm-hmm. I need a lot of detail. I need to know everything. And even my work, I think, has really taught me to 
pay attention to the details so I don't fuck up and get yelled at. I'm going I... a big case. So maybe, uh, like, more to the agree side, I guess. I'm a tiny agree. I think that I, most of the time I feel like I'm not, when I start a project or something, I don't think of the big picture at the end. I'm just, like, the one who likes to take steps and, like, figure out the processes to get there instead of just, like, seeing the end result and caring really much about that. Like, I feel like when you get to that point and get all the work done, then that's when you look at the big picture, in my opinion. You're very affectionate with people you care about. I would say... I'm, like... I think I'm a neutral. I'm not very affectionate with... Wow, you put a... She put a mid-circle. I'm... For agree, I am a neutral. I think... Depending on the person, because if I care, I care about a lot of people, but for some people I really care about, I'm not that affectionate with, and then other people I am really affectionate with. Well, it depends on your definition of affectionate, because, like, you know, we all have our different love languages, and I guess affectionate can mean different things to different people. But what I think is that, I don't know, actually, never mind, I don't know what I think about this question, but for the people I care about, I know that. Like, I love them and I care about them, like, very deeply mm-hmm. with my whole, like, I know she's with my whole heart, but that's, like, what I feel. For me, I interpreted this as, like, physically affectionate. I don't know. I'm I'm still going to put neutral because I'm, I'm not sure about that. I'm just going to put agree. Okay, next page. You have a careful and methodical approach to life. Ooh. Ooh, no. I'm a tiny disagree. I don't think people who know me would see me as someone who's careful and methodical approach to life. I'm very like, I'm very, I'm pretty impulsive. I would say, I don't agree with that. But you can say, but this is okay. you observing yourself. So I don't know. Sometimes I like to live spontaneously, but I don't think my sp- spontaneous actions are big enough to impact my life. But I think the big picture, mm-hmm. I definitely have like a five-year, three-year, two-year plan. I don't so. agree with that, but... <laughs> you don't think I have that? You don't think I do that? I don't think you're ca- careful and methodical. I think that you're... I feel like you're even more impulsive than I am, but... Really? Don't I mean, change... No, keep it. Keep it. Because okay. I don't want you to change your answers based off of me, but I, from my perspective. I don't know. I feel like maybe I should uh, like listen to you sometimes because you know me more than I know myself. And it could impact my... Nah, I think this is definitely like every person takes this by themselves. Okay, next question. You are still bothered by the mistakes you made a long time ago. I would say heavily agree, right? Actually, no, I'll go here. I don't like to live with regrets. Yeah, so mid agrees. Yeah, I definitely have. I definitely have um, times where I think about what I've done in the past. I cringe at like I I embarrassing moments in my life i will never forget because i think about them all the time and like in the middle of the night and i'm i like still cringe at myself for what i did in the past at parties and similar events you can mostly be found further away from the action i would say agree but i feel like once i start dancing everyone gravitates towards me and it becomes the attention so i'm like oh fuck (laughs) this is what i don't want to do I'm a mid-disagree. I just like being where there's a lot of people, where everything's happening, and then sometimes I just like to chill in the back with friends. So, it's like, I would say it's like 75-25, depends on the mood. I like to go in and observe from the walls, and mm-hmm. then if it gets boring or it seems like it's not a great party, then you I'll create leave. the action. <laughs> I don't want to create the action. If you were there dancing already, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like, d- dance because everyone else is doing that, you know? But... If you if you start catching people's attention, then you become the dance circle. <laughs> it's so funny though, because like when 
You went to our cousin Brittany's like bachelorette party. No, not is it with was it the bachelorette party? No, it was Which like a one? different. No, it was someone's birth. I think it was Kevin's birthday at the bar, and then like Enoch took that video of you just dancing, and you say that you create the attention, but and everyone t- gravitates towards you. But it was like a bar sitting. It looked like you were just dancing because you were drunk, like randomly in the middle while everyone was just like in their yeah circles. no one was dancing there and i'm like there's like pop like i have my own playlist that i plugged in i'm like yo bar sender like where where's the speakers like can you play this and they did and i was like oh my gosh this music is too good not to dance you know so we dance yourself but i think a good example is when i was like clubbing in japan like people were dancing already and then me and my friends like i just joined them this dance and all of a sudden like people were like circling around that like us and then i see and then my friends were like yo people were like watching us I'm like, who the fuck cares? I'm here for, like, us three girls, you know, having a good time. So, that's why I didn't care, but, On yeah. the dance floor, I would not want to beat the center. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, you often find it difficult to relate to people who let their emotions guide them. Mm, I feel like I'm a person who lets my emotions guide them, so I'm gonna do a small disagree. But then, like, if people are too emotional, I don't agree with them. There was one time where I read this question and a situation came up and I'm like, bro, why would you like go with what you feel? Like, why can't you discern emotions and facts to guide them? I don't know. I feel like... But I feel like you're that type of person sometimes too. To let too. my emotions guide yeah. me. I think when I was depressed, yeah. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I put a little agree. Actually, I'm going to go with that too. I think I agree with Yeah, you're right. I agree with that. When you when looking for a movie to watch, you spend ages browsing the catalog. Um, for me, I can spend a lot of time on Netflix before I watch something. I read all the summaries, so I would do like a mid agree. I would agree too, because I go to category, see what's new. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like wh- what you're gonna watch is gonna be two or three hours long, mm-hmm. and you know for sure when you're on Netflix, you're gonna be binging, not like watch one episode and I'll leave, mm-hmm. but. It's an investment, so I better, like, see mm-hmm. if this is worth the time. Is this me now? Mm-hmm. Oh, you can stay calm under a lot of pressure. But mid-agree, because I think I'm I'm pretty good at, like, problem-solving. So I, like, and I, like, I feel like pressure helps me. And I like taking tests under pressure and, like, high-pressure situations. I put a little agree. I'm not sure if I'm... Like, for an anxious person, I am definitely not calm under pressure, but I feel like under pressure, I can do well. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm thinking about. But internally, I might be a wreck, but, like, exter- like externally, I'm just, like, a calm, cold bitch who just looks like I'm doing my job, you know? No, I agree. I think, like, even if you're, like, no one's not nervous. Well, I guess people, some people are just, like, can be not nervous under pressure, but I think for us, we're both, like... Every time someone acts like that, though, I'm like, you say you might not be worried or you're calm. I'm like, no, bitch. I know you're nervous in the inside. Like, don't be (laughs) acting like that because I would feel like there's something wrong with me. No, I love those type of people. Those are the type of people I want to (laughs) be. Okay, next. When in a group of people you do not know, you have no problem jumping right into the conversation. For me, I think it's going to be a middle disagree because... I feel like I'm intruding. Like, if everyone's already talking and I'm, like, right there, I'm, like, just listening through a conversation, waiting for a time to jump in, or I'm just waiting for my friend who I went in the circle to, to find mm-hmm. come and introduce me into the, the group in the conversation. I'm a tiny agree because I don't really care. <laughs> not like I don't care. It's just, like, I feel like it's not that 
bothersome. Like, I, you can just gauge from the outside. Like, if people are talking intensely, I'm not going to jump in. But then if it's, like, light and casual, I don't really have a problem just, like, getting in there and just introducing myself, which I think is, like, fine. When you sleep, your dreams tend to be bizarre and fantastic, fantastical. I would put agree, but I'm not sure if it's fantastical as in it's a fantasy situation. Because, like, I... There's a lot of dreams where, like, I ended up being murdered or, like, I'm in... I think that counts as, like, bizarre oh, fantastical. Okay. Well, yeah, there, I mean, there are times where... Because fantastical doesn't mean, like, it's fantasy, but it's just, like, fantastical isn't, like, bu- like, bizarre and, like, you know, kind of, like, situations that won't occur in real life, mm-hmm. but... I mean, being murdered is... Yeah, but that's what I'm saying, but, like... It's just, like, kind of far out of reach of, like, what you normally think about in daily life. Yeah, I have those lucid dreams. I'm, like, I, like, rest in peace <laughs> to Juice World, But, like, I thought that's all I was talking about me because I have those at night. I am a neutral. I don't think, I don't really remember my dreams at night. And, like, half of them tend to be ordinary and, like, half of them tend to be, like, mur- Like, I had a dream where mom was murdered like last week and it like freaked me out the next day <laughs> in your opinion it is sometimes okay to step on others to get ahead in life you're tiny disagree i am um, i would feel like either closer to neutral or more to disagree but i am middle disagree yeah i don't think it's okay to take advantage of others or like purposely sabotage them yeah, I feel like your own path is your own. Yeah. And you shouldn't have to rely on others. To like, get there's there. ethical ways to get to that point. Yeah. And if you require to do that, then that's a, so, that says something more on your character. Yeah, I agree. You're dedicated and focused on your goals, <laughs> only rarely getting sidetracked. Uh, I want a small disagree because actually, I'm neutral. I'm neutral with this because, no, no, no. I, I would say I'm, I agree. I feel like on the long term, actually, yeah, no, yeah, I'm gonna. Put I mean, them in who over. doesn't like get sidetracked? Like, who doesn't take a break? Yeah, that's in true. between their activities, like for, I think for the both of us, we're kind of the same in this way that if we want something, we're mm-hmm. gonna get it. Like, yeah. we work hard to achieve. That's that. true. Because I'm just thinking, like, a lot of people would say that when they do work with me at school, like I love cafes, but like I would t- say, like, oh, let's go to a cafe, and I would sit there for six hours and not do anything except drink coffee. And, like, go on TikTok. But I feel like that's, like, a short daily work type thing instead of, like, goals, goals. Yeah. That's just procrastinating. I mean, everyone does that. If you make a mistake, you tend to start doubting yourself, your abilities, and your knowledge. Agree. Fucking hard agree. Oh, I'm, like, a little less than that. Like, I've learned this from work. I mean, I always had this mm-hmm. um, in myself, but at work, people are going to tell you and point out your mistakes. Mm-hmm. They expect you to be better. And for me, when I hear that or when I have a talk, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, they fucking hate me. I'm Mm -hmm. shit. Like, now I have to prove myself. I feel like we both have, like, issues with confidence. Like, even Mm -hmm. if we're good at something, we, like, hesitate to say that we're good at something. Because we have very low, like, confidence in our ability. Even my manager is like, you need more confidence, girl. I'm like, yes, I know. Yeah. When at a social event, you barely try to introduce yourself to new people and mostly talk to the ones you already know. I put definitely agree. I am, uh, I'm like little disagree because I like meeting new people. And I feel like it's always good to meet new people even if you don't end up hanging out with them. Mm-hmm. Next. You lose interest in a discussion when it gets philosophical. 
I would say disagree. Sometimes those are the best conversations. Like, it depends. I feel like I can definitely carry both. Mm-hmm. But usually the ones that I'm really, like, excited about are the ones that are philosophical. I'm neutral because I'm not a big philosophical person, I think. I'm pretty low attention span. <laughs> you would never let yourself cry in front of others. I would say agree. I'm on the opposite. I'm middle disagree. I'm not really afraid to cry. I still think it's like a sign of, I mean, I wouldn't say it's a sign of weakness, but for me, like, I think if I cry in other people, they kind of get weirded out. I don't care about that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I kind of care. I don't want people to be burdened by my problems. And I feel like crying, like, signifies that it's very, like, it's a very big issue. I think, like, because I've cried in front of a lot of people. Just on past experience, I will let myself cry. Mm-hmm. You feel more drawn to places with a bustling and busy atmosphere than to the quiet and intimate ones. I'm a neutral for this. I'm doing a lot of neutrals. Actually, you know what? I might do a I'm, tiny disagree. I'm going to put agree. You're drawn to bustling and busy atmospheres? Yeah. Okay. I mean, if you think about it, like, for me, New York City is always that bustling and busy atmosphere. And that's where I want to be. And I, I feel like compared to others, I'm like, eh, it's, like, fine. I mean, I'm... I can work with it. But I'm all about flourish. cafe vibes, which is, like, small and intimate. Oh. But I don't mind bustling and busy. Like, what? also, like, we live in New York City, but also we're we're in the suburbs. Yeah, true. We aren't, um, like... But still. It's just a vibe, you know? Did you just go? Yes, I did. Oh, okay. You like discussing different views and theories on what the world could look like in the future. I say agree. I feel like this is all I talk about in my classes. Like, really, college has, like, drilled that into me. And, oh. like, not being afraid to discuss different things or topics that are, like, beyond your control. I'm or not- beyond, like, your scope. I feel like I like talking about, like, current issues and, like, what we can do to do better, but I don't really talk about what it could look like in the future. Like, I don't really draw on that too much. So I'm going to put, I'm going to put small disagree. When it comes to making life-changing choices, you mostly listen to your heart rather than your head. I am a middle disagree. I'm someone who's pretty logical. Uh, I would say, oh, damn, I don't know. Because I don't feel like I have something that I'm really passionate about. Mm-hmm. And that I'm, I'm going to say, oh my gosh, like, I put my whole heart into this, like, 100% what I want to do. I feel like I agree with that. I feel like you do listen more to your heart than your head. I feel like I'm your head sometimes. That's why. I don't know. I feel I'm going to put neutral for this. Okay. Did you just go, oh my gosh. You cannot imagine yourself dedicating your life to the study of something that you cannot touch, see, or experience. Um, I would... I was put disagree. Oh, I'm gonna put small agree. A part of me agrees with this. Like, I don't really like the idea of studying something I cannot see or touch or experience. I don't know what it really means. I feel like everything has some element of, like... Mm, I mean, I feel like it's, like, the idea of, like, can you study something, like, theoretical every time? Like, your entire life. Dedicating your life to studying, like, theory or, like... For me, it was, like, more... I would say disagree. I mean, like, I was thinking about my past experiences, like, East Asian studies and political science. Like, none of them are really tangible. Like, it's all theoretical. Mm -hmm. Like, race theory. I mean, it could definitely manifest into an experience, but I would say, like, most of them are grounded in theory. Okay. Okay, next page. You usually prefer to get your revenge rather than forget. I want to just, like, middle disagree. I don't really like the idea of revenge. I would say disagree. You often make decisions on a whim. I would say agree. Yeah, same. 
The time you spend by yourself often ends up being more interesting and satisfying than the time you spend with other people. I would say... I'm going to semi-disagree, like the middle. I would put a small agree. Oh, really? Yeah, sometimes I like spending time myself. Mm-hmm. And I can find a lot of interesting things to by indulge yourself. myself. Yeah. And other times people are just like there for company and just like fooling around. So it's not... I wouldn't say it's like productive. Mm. That's interesting. You often put special effort into interpreting the real meaning or the message of a song or a movie. I'm super agree. agree. I like think about endings to movies or like the meanings of movies, books. Not really songs, but like... Even the details. Yeah. Like why do they they put this in like the mm-hmm. setting? Yeah, I think about it for days. Like I think I read The Hunger Games when I was in middle school. I thought about it for like a week after and I was like just sad. Even with music, I go on, like, YouTube and, like, watch genius lyrics or, like, read, like, people's interpretation of, like, the lyric. Next. You always know exactly what you want. I would say disagree. I'm gonna do some, like, small disagree. Mm, You rarely think back on the choices you made and wonder what you could have done differently. I'll disagree. I always think about it. Okay, I'm gonna do small disagree. When in a public place, you usually stick to quieter and less crowded areas. Um, disagree. Disagree. I feel like for us, that's like danger. Yeah. <laughs> like there's less true. people to witness what is going to happen yeah, to you. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you tend to focus on present realities rather than future possibilities. Mm, I'm small agree. I think I'm really grounded in what's happening right now. Um, I don't know. I mean, definitely focus on the present. But for me, like in the back of my mind, I'm always like at the end of the day, what what is going to happen tomorrow? I don't know, I feel like I'll put a little agree to it. You often have a hard time understanding people's feelings. I would say disagree. I'm also disagree. When you when starting to work on a project, you prefer to make as many decisions upfront as possible. Hard agree for me. Same. When you know someone thinks highly of you, you also wonder how long it will be until they become disappointed in you. I put agree. I'm gonna semi disagree. I feel like impressions always change, you know, like one action or like whatever, like one conversation you have that's bad can really change their opinion. But like if someone thinks highly of you, when they compliment you, you're like, oh, I wonder how long it's going to take until I disappoint them. Yeah. Really? Okay. I'm just like one compliment. Like, are you going to take that as fact and like they'll think of you like that? But if you, it's not even just like one compliment. It's like when you know they're like, oh, Bianca's amazing. You're just like, I wonder how long it's going to take until I disappoint them yeah wow okay that always like this always like bothers me in a sense i'm just like it's so like i don't like that people have to think about i don't know i feel like i know it's common like i'm not saying it's a bad thing it's just like it's kind of sad that that's a thing i don't know i feel like in marriage like once (laughs) like once someone gets married i'm like oh my god how long is that gonna last or like (laughs) are you worried about that when you get married like oh like like my husband's in for a surprise like i wonder how long it's gonna take until he discovers this I guess so. I'm. I feel like I'm always a pessimist. That's true. You're very pessimistic. Like it's not. Like it's not even about me. Like if someone gets into a relationship and I know their history, I'm like, yeah. But this is about you. I know. So. I I still hold the same thing for me. Yeah, I know. know. Okay. You feel comfortable just walking up to someone you find interesting and striking up a conversation. I put disagree. I'm gonna put disagree. I'm just thinking about like if I look at someone and find them interesting, like. I'm not in, like, the attractive way, but if I look at them and they seem no, like an yeah, interesting yeah, person. Yeah. yeah, like, I don't think I'm... I feel like I have to be in a setting where there's a lot of other people I know to be comfortable doing that. I don't that. even think about that. I'm just like, who haven't I talked to that I need to talk to? You often drift away into dream- daydreaming about various ideas or scenarios. Yes. yes. 
you look after yourself first and others come in second. I am a hard disagree. I would say I disagree too. Even when you have plans, a particular daily routine, you usually just end up doing what you feel like at any given moment. Oh my gosh, this is I would say disagree. Really? Yeah. No, this is me. I'm like, nah. I don't feel like it. I mean, yeah, like, there are times where I'm like, oh, like, I'll just, like, procrastinate and put things off. But, like, at the end, I, like, get what I need to get done that day. No. Like, it always, like, ruse back to the routine. Your mood can change very quickly. I would say agree. I would agree. I'm, I feel like I'm super moody and I don't like that about myself. You often contemplate the reasons for human existence or the meaning of life. Agree. I'm a disagree. I don't you like don't think about it. No, I don't. I just like, I want to live a meaningful life. I don't think of like why I have, like why are there reasons for that? You know what? Like I don't doubt my existence. Like I'm just, I'm alive so I might as well make the most of it. Like I don't think about why. I don't know. I feel like for this question, I interpret it as like, what is the meaning of my life? And I don't know what it is. So I try to like, I'm also not one of those type of people though. I don't think like, oh, what is, what is my, what is the meaning of my life? Like, I don't think that actually. Um, Okay. You often talk, did I just go? No, I, I went. Oh my gosh. You often talk about your own feelings and emotions. I'm agree. I, I bet a lot. I would agree, but I don't know if I agree a little bit or agree a lot. Because, like, even when I was going through some stuff I, within the setting of friends, I feel like there are Yeah, I agree with that. Conversations like, I know what you mean. Priorities, and I don't want to reveal stuff that I feel like they, that will make them uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You, have, you have got a detailed education or career development plan stretching several years into the future. I would say agree. I agree with this, too. You rarely dwell on your regrets. Disagree? I would say agree. Because I don't want to make regrets. I feel like hindsight on like why can't i do this or why i can't but then i realized like my life is still fine without it like yes i would like think about the possibility but i don't say it's like regret mm, that's interesting yeah. i'm like if something happens that doesn't go my way or like i regret something i do think about it a lot spending time in a dynamic atmosphere with lots of people around quickly makes you feel drained in need of a getaway agree no i'm disagree I knew you would say that though. You're definitely that type of person. Yeah, because it makes me, I don't know, it, it just mentally, emotionally makes me drain because I'm like, I recharge. I'm pretty like small disagree because I understand that feeling. Like sometimes you just need to be alone after being with too many people. You see yourself as more of a realist than a visionary. I am a, like a hard agree. I would say I agree a little bit. You find it easy to empathize with a person who has gone through something you never have. Agree. Yeah, I'm a agree. Your personal work style is closer to spontaneous bursts of energy than to organized and consistent efforts. I would say disagree. Really? Yeah. Like, I even with my work, work style, like, when it comes to studying, like, I need to, like, break down the schedule mm-hmm. into different times or even different days. Like, today I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to review this. I would take the test this. No. Even, like, even at work, it's not like, I feel like my work is, like, t- almost, like, 24-7, like, at any time. And it can't be, like, a burst of energy, then I'll get it done. Like, I have to get things done by a certain time. Like, I'm obviously, like, aware of deadlines. It's just, like, my most productive work is definitely when I feel that burst of energy, like, of productive energy. I never have that. any productive energy. I'm like, oh, I have to do it, so I'll do it now. Your emotions control you more than you control them. <laughs> yes. agree with that, like a degree. After a long and exhausting week, a fun party is just what you need. I would say disagree. Agree. Like I would say a party, maybe a fun activity I do with like a small amount of people. You frequently find yourself wondering how technological advances, advancement could change your everyday life. Mm, I 
don't really think about it. I don't think about it. Small disagree. You always consider how your actions might affect other people before doing something. I super agree. Yeah. You still honor the commitments you have, even if you have a change of heart. I'm a small agree with this because I small agree. Yeah, I take to heart like what I promise other people. Last, you rarely feel insecure. Fucking disagree, okay? Like you're pro- you're like pretty insecure. I'm very insecure. I feel insecure right now <laughs> by reading this question. Okay, that was the last question. Let's see your oh, results. Okay. Wait, I don't like this one. I always get this one, but I was like, I already knew I was gonna get this. I have an INFJT. I got ESFP. Okay, let's like read. Um, so you're the, the what is it? Advocate or the advocate? I am the entertainer. Okay, so let's read what each of us got. Actually, do you want to read the stats first? Yeah, wait, let me look for mine because I'm on my phone. Okay. Okay, Okay, look at our results. So, okay, so for introverted, I got 76%. I'm 63% extroverted. I got 60% intuitive. Oh my gosh, I'm 61% observant. (laughs) I got 71% feeling. I'm 68% feeling. I have 65% judging. I'm 51% prospecting. I have 81% turbulent. I'm 72% turbulent. Okay. So let's read our introductions, um, what our personality type is. The advocate personality type is very rare, making up less than 1% of the population. What a special! <laughs> but they nonetheless leave their mark on the world. Advocates have an inborn sense of idealism and morality, but what sets them apart is that they are not I- idle dreamers. Do you agree with that? Um... In a sense, yes. I feel like this could be you. This is you when you when you realize... Yeah, I think I agree with the part that's like, these individuals are capable of taking concrete steps to realize their goals and make a lasting positive impact. But I think your biggest problem is that you never realize your goals and then that like makes it hard for you to take concrete steps. Like yeah. you're always like really... The, yeah, exactly. Like I don't know what I want to do when people are like, oh, like what is your dreams or what are your goals in life? I'm like, I'm sorry, I really don't know what i want to do but i agree with that but helping others yeah. i think i definitely want to help others i think when there are definitely like times where there's like different movements going on in the world or different campaigns i want to jump on it and be part of it yeah inborn sense of idealism and morality okay who is an entertainer an entertainer is a person with the extroverted observant feeling and perspective personality traits these people love vibrant experiences, engaging in life eagerly, and taking pleasure in discovering the unknown. They can be very social, often encouraging others into shared activities. No other personality type is as generous with their time and energy as entertainers when it comes to encouraging others, and no other personality type does it with such irresistible style. I teeter between this one and another one, I think. And I, I like you have style. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I, mean, I definitely agree with that. I feel like every time we talk about your friends, it seems like you're always the one to propose the activity and drag everyone along with it. That's true. I get okay. So I screenshotted this. I usually teeter between this one and the console one, and the console one is the one I like better. So okay, explain. I don't know. This one doesn't say because it's just a screenshot of what um, I got. But it's like. But why do you like it better? What is the difference? I don't like being the entertainer. Like I don't think I don't agree with the sentiment because I'm just not. I think your rants and um, your problems are entertaining. Yeah, I think it's funny like what happens to me. Is, yeah, 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 I agree with that. I think, like, my... Like, you don't have the... Uh, you, like, you don't seek out to entertain people. You are the entertainment. <laughs> Wait, you I actually think a lot of my friends will agree with that. Because, like, <laughs> yeah. 
I feel like my situations that I find myself in are so funny to other people, but, mm-hmm. like, kind of tragic to myself. Yeah. Yeah, and I I think it's true that I get caught up in excitement, and I want every Like, I like... I don't like seeing people down, or, like, I don't like seeing people who are not having fun in a fun situation. So I think that does make sense. Next. Oh, see, advocates you may know. So who are they? Ooh. Martha Luther King. Nelson Mandela, Mother Teresa, Marie Kondo, yes, Spark Joy, (laughs) Lady Gaga, Nicole Kidman, Morgan Freeman, John Snow. 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 I don't watch Game. I don't watch. If anyone wants to make a Game of Thrones podcast episode with me, I'm so down. I could talk about Game of Thrones for like so long. (laughs) James Wilson, Rose Bukater. I never watched Titanic. Well, it seems like you got all the boring characters. Jon Snow is the most boring. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Entertainers you may know. (laughs) Marilyn Monroe. Jamie Oliver. Adele. Jamie Foxx. Steve Irwin. I don't want to be Miley Cyrus. Adam Levine. (laughs) Adam Levine. Egret. Oh, I don't want to be her. Penny from the Big Bang She's so annoying. Fuck her. (laughs) I liked her. Who's Angela? Oh, Angela Montenegro from Bone. She's a scientist. She was the one with the tech stuff. She's always reconstructing stuff on the digital She's screen. She's the Asian girl, right? Yeah, the half Asian yeah. one, I think. And Jack Dawson. He died. <laughs> oh, gosh. Are you saying it's good that I died and you survived yeah, in the Titanic? Yeah, basically. Okay, let's do strengths and weaknesses. Um, I'm going to read mine. So, bold, original, aesthetics and showmanship, practical, observant, and excellent people skills. I don't think I have aesthetics and showmanship. Definitely not. Yeah, so that's why I don't like this one. I'm like, I feel like that's a huge part. Not stopping at mere outfits, entertainers inject artistic creativity. Anyone who knows me knows I have no artistic creative creativity. And then every day is a performance. No, every day is me like in PJs in the house. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? I got creative, insightful, inspiring, and convincing. Decisive. Fuck no, I don't think. Yeah, I'm you're decisive. not decisive at all. Determined. Determined and passionate, altruistic. Yours are, you're definitely passionate. Like, when you're passionate about something, you passionate, passionate. Oh, I like this one. Insightful. <laughs> Advocates step past manipulation and sales tactics and into a more Seeing through system. dishonesty and disingenuous mo- motives. I feel like because you're super paranoid and you, like, Means, watch yeah, so like, much true crime. But, like, my friends, my close friends are like, Bianca, I think you have, like, a very good sense of people's character because you see people's through people's bullshit. And I'm like, yeah, I think so. And this is why I choose not to associate or, like, talk to people. Yeah, you definitely, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. And okay, weaknesses. Sensitive. Extremely private. Oh my gosh. You <laughs> really is, private. Even to my close friends, there are a lot of things I still don't share with them. That's the opposite for me. Like, I don't mind Like, even my close friends are probably, after hearing this, probably question if they're even close with me. But there are things I don't share. I mean, that's, like, to each their own. So yeah. I, you are extremely private sensitive perfectionist always needs to have a cause can burn out easily this is so i so agree with that your weaknesses are really on point okay my weaknesses sensitive conflict adverse easily bored poor long-term planners and unfocused okay i totally agree with the unfocused but i don't think i'm a poor long-term planner i don't think so either i think you're very again like you said goals like Like goal-oriented i'm definitely easily bored Com- yeah, I'm pretty conflict averse. I think you're sensitive. I'm so sensitive. I agree with that. I don't agree with poor long term. I want my console back. Like, I wanted that one back. Sorry, but this is the one that you took and this is your results. Okay. I'm still going to say I'm a console. Okay, re- romantic relationships. I think that's fun. 
Oh, they give you like a quote from your character. Mine doesn't say that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nelson Mandela says, love comes more naturally to the human heart than its opposite. What does that mean? I have no idea. Sorry, Nelson. <laughs> like, even though we're the same person, I don't understand. Okay. When it comes to romantic relationships, advocates take the process of finding a partner seriously. Not once for casual encounters, people with the advocate personality type instead look for depth and meaning in their relationships. I think, like, when, it, when I want to be in a relationship, or, like, if I'm in a relationship, I'll take it seriously. But sometimes, like... You're into casual. Like, yeah, you're fine with like, that. Like, if I, if I want to fuck around, I'll fuck around. I feel like, like this isn't... Like, these both did not get us accurately. We should take it again. <laughs> <laughs> Even worse if their partner tries to resort in manipulation or lying, as advocates will see it right through it. Mm-hmm. What about you? For people with the entertainer personality type, relationships aren't about slow, slowly building foundations for their future or planning out a life. They are bubbling unpredictable things to be enjoyed for as long as there's enjoyment to be had. I agree with that. I don't really... Like, you know me. I don't... I hate, like, PDA. I hate, like... I'm pretty, like, cynical, I think, when it comes to romantic relationships. I just... You act like an old person. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like in that aspect, yeah. And, like, I don't really... I have pretty high standards. I mean, I haven't dated anyone. Probably because I don't... I don't care. I don't really care about relationships right now. And I, I, I kind of agree with that, though. I feel like if relationships come, it's not about, like, just dating for, like, the future or, like, marriage. For me, it's just, like, whatever it is, it is. One of my, like, sub, like headings is here today, gone tomorrow. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> of course, when that enjoyment does burn out, it's gone. <laughs> oh, highly emotional people and sensitive entertainers respond poorly to outside suggestions on how to manage their love lives. I don't know if that's true. Okay. Well, we'll see if I tell you something and yell at me about your boyfriend. Uh, there's like a running joke that I won't get my first boyfriend until I'm 35. It's starting to feel like that's gonna come true. I mean, who knows? Like, sometimes, like, I think my friends tell me, like, when you're not actively looking for a relationship, that's when it comes to you. That's true. Remember yeah. when we used to joke that you would get a bo- Like, I would get a boyfriend before you? That definitely didn't turn out that way. No, but, like, do you know what really haunts me? What? <laughs> There was this time where you told me back in, like, high school, like, Bianca, I imagine that you're going to be, like, a really successful rich person but living in a penthouse, but you're going to be forever alone. Did I say that to you? Yeah, you did. Because I still don't, I don't agree yeah, with that did. at all. Yeah, you did. Well, but now I'm saying, like, now I see you, I don't think I see you in a penthouse. Because you don't think I'll be rich. <laughs> yeah. Because when you, like, spend money like shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't agree with that. But. Um, I mean, like, who knows? Like, maybe I have relationships, but they're not going to manifest into something long-lasting okay parenthood okay nicole kidman give us some parenthood advice my instinct is to protect my children for pain but adversity is often the thing that gives us character and backbone mm. as parents advocates will tend to look at their relationships with their children as opportunities to learn and grow with someone they care about they will also work to achieve another important goal raising their children to be independent all good all around good people I don't know why, but, like, the one thing that comes up to me when I think about having kids is, mm-hmm. like, like how do I explain to them um, about racism growing up? Mm-hmm. Like, that's the one thing that really concerns to me is, like, them coming back home and crying because they were discriminated or, like... But, you, but in your experience, do you, like, do you have memories of that when you were little? I think so. Definitely, like, people outrightly saying, like, discriminatory words or even like the microaggressions you know like bringing like food from home 
mm-hmm. so the cafeteria and people are like oh my gosh that smells like what is that like mm-hmm. and it's just like things about like my eyes and stuff like it hurt because like i'm like why are you picking on me because like this is how i grew up you know it was like attack on my culture and my way of life i agree with that but we so we both went to the same elementary school middle school and high school for my age group at least like all the kids were mostly Asian so I never really experienced that and then if there was like Ching Chong jokes that was like we all suffered together but there was no <laughs> joke like no one insulted us because we're all Asian do that to me I was like the fuck Mine says that entertainers are some of the most relaxed, fun-loving parents out there. Playing with them is a genuine pleasure for them, and... I hate playing with kids. (laughs) Um, I'd say, like... I feel like you don't like children. Like, you don't like playing with them. I used to really, like... Do you remember, like, I used to be, like, a Sunday school teacher for, like, third grade. Oh, you did. Yeah, and I used to, like, like, really like the church kids. But, like, now it's just, like... Once they pass the grade that I was teaching, they were... (laughs) They become like. What grade were you teaching? I was teaching like second or third grade. Oh, okay. I was third grade, I think. And like, but even then, they were like, they can talk back to you. Then I'm like, <laughs> excuse you. Like, I don't want you anymore. I, like, we always talk about this. I'm like, I'm gonna raise my baby until the second grade and then give him away. <laughs> Obviously, I'm kidding. Not really. I'm giving them to mom. Mom's always like, oh, I can raise your kids for you. I'm gonna be that parent, like grandma. I'm like, okay, you can take them, and I'm leaving. <laughs> Dude, when I told my mom, I was, like, so adamant about not having kids. She's like, no, you can't, like, just, like, have them, and just, like, give them to me. <laughs> you can go to work, and I'll take care of your kids. Also, when they're, like, teenagers, I can't imagine. I was a shitty-ass teenager. Yeah, you, like, you are, like, what I don't want my kid to be, <laughs> like, in their teenage years. But, like, every teen goes to that, like, hormonal puberty, that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now that we've finished our personality test, we're going to do a segment where we look at the all-day trending today or most happening trends on Twitter. So we're on Twitter now, and let's see. The all-day trending today, hashtag COVID-19. I feel like this one's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> every day is probably trending COVID-19. There's a lot of developments. And I think we'll, we probably could do a whole episode on like what we did during quarantine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, next. Turning is Dan Patrick, who we had to Google who it was, but he is the governor of Texas. And the reason why he's trending today was because of his comments. He says that Dr. Anthony Fauci doesn't know what he's talking about. And he said, no, thank you, Dr. Fauci. Uh, Lieutenant Governor Patrick says he won't listen to nation's top COVID-19 expert. I don't need his his advice advice anymore. anymore. Dr. Fauci, I think, what was last? Was he the SARS expert like he brought he was one of the experts that was able to help the u.s with sars right yeah and he's the top infectious disease expert and what was the oh and ebola i think he also dealt with that like any republican politician who has been on blast for reopening states Mm -hmm. or proposing to reopen states early like they will just pretend to ignore any like credentials that these experts have Mm -hmm. and say actually no it's my state so i know what's best for people and actually the stats and the data that's being shown that people are getting coronavirus Mm -hmm. after states are reopening is fake news like they emphasize that all the time i think the main mental like the main issue or mentality we have to get over is accepting the fact that coronavirus is here and it's impacting our state and impacting our economy and yes like maybe the shutdown shows the state's weakness mm-hmm. 
but it's not it's a preventative measure like if you look at new york city like the only reason why we're able to have declining cases or mm-hmm. the spread of infection is because we're deciding to close down everything and reopening at a slower pace mm-hmm. next is hashtag mailed it mm-hmm. so hashtag mailed it is a trend on twitter basically advocating to support the U.S. Postal Service. Mm -hmm. And it's very important now because Donald Trump is saying that he doesn't want to, you know, bail them out or send more money to support the U.S. Postal Service. Like, yeah, because they were impacted, like, pretty harshly by corona. Mm -hmm. So, obviously, how are we getting our packages? You know, the United States Postal Service. And it's just, like, a shame that it's come to this, that we have to... The internet has to raise money because our government won't give our postal service money. Yeah, but, but it's basically, like, by stance. And, like, we need the postal service, especially this year, because of the ballots that yeah, we have to, like, mail out. Yeah. And if we want to learn more... Um, about what's happening, I think John Oliver's segment on, like, the Postal Service is mm-hmm. very important. But he does make a valid point that we do need the government to fund, you know, the Postal Service because a lot of indigenous communities or communities of minority communities cannot have access mm-hmm. without the U.S. Postal Service. Yeah. Okay, the next trending topic is Jada for Jada Pinkett Smith. Um. So we... There's one song that I only know about August Alsina that, like, we saw from a dance video. I right? love this shit. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so basically he's claiming that he had an affair with Jada Pinkett Smith for a while. I wouldn't say it's an affair because, like, uh, I, okay, well, let's just go, let's have a background of what we know about the Pinketts. Smiths. <laughs> the Smiths. Basically, um, there were rumors or there were just, like, talks about, um, jada and will smith how it's like an open marriage yeah so they express like they are like a married couple and they love each other very much but then when it comes to other people joining their relationship or having relationships on the side it's not a problem to them but she denied that yeah it says that she denied it and then so basically august alcina saying that he did have one of those relationships for their open marriage like with jada and that will smith approved of it and he was okay with it but then one of our reps from uh, Jada Pinkett Smith denied it. And he himself, like August Alcina, says that like, he's not one to stir up drama and he hates it. But I really, like, I don't find the necessity to even, like, you know, bring it to public. Like, why did he say that? Like, he was in an interview with um, Angela E from The Breakfast Club. Uh-huh. Yeah, but why did he bring that up? Like, I don't, okay, I think it's, I don't want to say it's, like, a publicity move, but yeah. to me it kind of is. Because he's like, a new album, right? Is, does he have a new album yeah, coming he's, out? I think he's trying to promote his album. Like, August Alsina is a very talented singer, but, like, it's sad that, like, after, like... Yeah, see, look, now promoting his new album, The Product, The Third, State of Emergency. <laughs> okay, yeah, I think as a publicity stunt trying to promote his album, but, like, even his albums before, like, after that collab with Chris Brown, I heard really nothing of him after Been Around, been around the World, around the world whatever that song is with Chris Brown, after... He released that, like, I haven't heard anything from him, but I have seen him on interviews with The Breakfast Club, and that's why I kind of, like, caught up with what he's doing. But it doesn't seem like he's getting any traction of, like, mm-hmm. his other, like, um, projects that he's been releasing. So I think this is a way to really get the attention back to him. Yeah. But when does this ever work? Has it worked before when artists try to do this? I mean, he's trending on Twitter, so maybe people will, like... But it doesn't mean that he'll, they'll buy his music. But you know? it mean that people will listen to his music. Because they'll be like, who is this guy? And then they might, like, look him on YouTube and, like, listen to his music. I guess so. But it I works. Just, I think it's a terrible way to try to get I yourself I feel like he's, attention. like... He's, okay, so 
in the article on the vulture it says that he chose to open them now because what i'm not okay with is my character being in question but like you saying it out loud and like jada pinkett smith's reps denying it i feel like that'll put your image into more question i think it will be interesting if he was invited to talk about this in the red table talk i don't think he's gonna be invited i think <laughs> will jada and i'll see him. oh actually no it does say that but i don't think he'll be invited i think just will and jada would just discuss it okay so thank you for anyone who is listening we made this not really for an audience but if you made it this far congratulations we would love the feedback and comments um for our next episode we should do a q a with our one listener (laughs) (laughs) anyways thank you for listening to us um we would love any suggestions for um how to improve this podcast and any ideas for future episodes um until then we're signing off it's been stephanie (laughs) and i'm bianca and this has been to be or not to be bye (laughs)